0: Hello, and welcome to Your True Self, a podcast about real life stories of transformation, navigating life, and being able to show up in the world as your unapologetic self. Here, we'll talk about the ups, the downs, the ugly truths, and the magical moments that we all experience, but often feel we can't share. I'm your host, Certified Transformation Coach and Mentor, Jackie Rogash. I'm going to share with you how I was able to heal my trauma and move from barely surviving to thriving and ultimately embracing my imperfectly perfect self. Because I know the power of community, I'll also be bringing special guests along for the ride. Throughout these conversations, we'll speak about the different factors that support us during our own personal transformations, including healing, resilience, mindset, connection, and so, so much more. So strap yourself in because it's time to discover your true self. Hello and welcome to another episode. I'm excited. I'm really excited for this episode. And well, I get excited for every episode. I feel like each time, every episode I'm like, oh, I'm going deep here. But then I do the same thing all the time. So maybe I just need to stop saying that. But let's dive in. One of the biggest reasons... I see people not doing the thing they really want. And what I'm talking about there is healing from their past, taking action towards their dreams, leaving the relationship or entering a new relationship, setting boundaries, using their voice and speaking their truth. Basically, anything that is going to see you living a more aligned, fulfilled life. So insert anything that you really want, but you're not doing. The reason that people are not doing these is because they don't know what the outcome is going to be. They don't know what the person will say. They don't know what they'll uncover if they allow themselves to acknowledge their pain, their past, their truth. They don't know if someone will retaliate and make things harder for them if they set boundaries. They don't know if people will still like them, if people will get them, if they'll understand them. Basically, They don't know what's on the other side. And so this is why we stay in our comfort zone. The comfort that often leaves us unhappy, yearning and wanting more, but not knowing how to get there and being too scared of what we don't know. Well, I'm going to be pretty blunt here. Surprise, surprise. If you want something to change, you have to do something about it if you want something to change, you have to do something about it. This is where I sometimes get a little bit miffed at some manifestation coaches who tell you to just think about it and it'll happen. Yeah, sure. You do need to think about it, but you also need to be taking action towards it. You sitting on the couch every night watching Netflix, eating shit food is not going to give you more energy or the six pack you've been dreaming of right facts and maybe that's like a reflection of myself because since having a hunter all I've wanted is my six pack back I want my abs back and I don't I know that I'm not doing as much about it as what I did pre-hunter right but I'm okay with that so it's not something that I you know eat myself up over eat myself up over is that right? Anyway. I don't stew on it because I know that what I need to do to make that change, right? And it was interesting and you will have heard me speak about Reclamation, my in-person event a couple of times through my podcast and through socials because it was so amazing. But at Reclamation, we were talking about the resistance we have to taking action because of the unknown and one of the ladies asked a really, really interesting question. I actually loved it. And it was, it was beautiful because it was at the end of the day, we had a little bit of space and we just kind of sat down. I'm like, does anyone have any questions? Like, is there anything that we want to talk about? And she said, do you ever get to the point where you really love yourself? And is that what people actually want? And if you don't want it, why would you bother stepping out of your comfort zone for something that we don't want? And if there's always something to work on and you're constantly trying to be better how can you get there? Right, so multiple layers to this. But the question was really, can you ever get to the point where you love yourself? And I'll also preface this by saying that her perception of loving yourself was that it meant you were arrogant, cocky, a little upstart, that kind of thing, because that's what she'd been brought up around. Anyone who loves themselves is arrogant. And I had that perception as well once upon a time. You know, I think so many people have, so many people have. It has just been this stigma, especially for women, Oh, if she loves herself, like, you know, she's just arrogant. And yes, there is a difference between someone who showboats around, that talks about themselves, that, you know, just is in your face, just, you know, <laughs> who is arrogant, right? They're a little bit peacocky. They want everyone to know how good they are. Even just saying that, like I get the little, you know, (laughs) and someone who loves themselves and is content within themselves, you know, who is confident about themselves, but doesn't need to say anything to others, right? So there is a big difference. There is a big difference between those who are arrogant and those who genuinely love themselves. And sometimes the people that are arrogant don't may not even love themselves. It's just the perception they want everybody to have. Okay. So never judge a book by its cover is what I will say there. Anyway, so we sat there and we sort of, you know, were nutting out what I guess what the question was and the layers that she was talking about. And I said yes. It is entirely possible to love yourself despite living a life that constantly changes. And my perception of loving yourself or my, like for me, loving myself, which I'm not afraid to say, means being content in who I am, speaking my truth, being honest, taking responsibility for my actions, apologizing when I've done something wrong. And not apologising for the sake of apologising and not apologising to, I don't know, um, get validation or to make others feel better, like apologising because I am genuinely sorry. And with apology takes radical responsibility. But it is being confident in what I do and who I am and knowing that I am enough, just as I am, right? And I shared that. With her. You know, there was always something else that came up was, you know, well, what happens if you look in the mirror and you're like, I don't like, I don't know, the pimple on my chin or the way my arms look or something like that. And I think I could be wrong and I'm happy to be wrong. I think we are all, we all have something that we may not necessarily like. We all have one, you know, part of our body that we're not happy with. That's that kind of sticking point, you know? Um, I do. It's my bum. I don't like my bum. <laughs> there you go. Um, you know, we, we all have something, but that doesn't mean that we can't be content in who we are. Right. And similarly, when life throws obstacle at you, when you are navigating hard things, when you're being stretched into something else, it doesn't mean that you can't still be content It doesn't mean that you can't have that inner groundedness, that inner calmness. And it's just, it's really interesting thinking about it because there is always, always something to work on. You know, it is very rare, not impossible, but very rare to sit back and go, every single area of my life is exactly how I want it. Again, it is entirely possible and we might have moments of that. I've had moments of that where I'm like, yep, I am so good and then something will happen or I'm like, okay, I've embraced this. Now I want something else. Like I want to stretch myself in some other way and I don't believe that we should be constantly stretching. Not constantly. I don't believe that we have to continually be chasing things or stepping out of our comfort zone. I fully believe in Being grateful when we've achieved things and celebrating that and sitting in that and taking a pause when we have achieved something, right? So, it's one of those things where, yeah, I believe that you can. I believe that you can and no matter what the world throws at you, you can still have that contentment. It's kind of like um, visualising an ocean where underneath it's really calm And on top, the waves are swirling, right? You can have that calmness while things externally feel rocky. And to get to that point, to get to that place of true contentment, of love, compassion, we have to embrace an element of an unknown. We have to embrace and acknowledge our truth. We have to stand up and look at ourselves in the mirror and do I believe that embracing the unknown so we can get to this point is worth it? abso fucking Apps abso fucking <laughs> Honestly, until you embrace the unknown, you are going to experience cycles and patterns of behavior over and over and over again. And maybe you sit there and maybe you know this, like I say this and you're like, oh my God, that's me. Where the same thing happens and you're like, oh my God, again, why am I here Again right? Potentially, this is because you aren't taking action to recognize and acknowledge the unknown. You aren't taking time to think about why these patterns are happening. You're staying closed off because it's more comfortable to live in these annoying cycles. Coming from someone that lived with cyclical depression for 15 years, I can tell you I know what these cycles are like. And I also know that I lived with that Because I didn't know what it would look like for me to actually look at and accept everything that had happened to me. It scared the shit out of me. And I didn't know if I would be able to survive going to that place. So I chose to stay in the comfort of being suicidal every six to eight months. Knowing that I wasn't happy but I was comfortable. So do I believe acknowledging the unknown is worth it? Yeah, I do. <sighs> okay, I'll take a moment. Oh, Okay. <sighs> and yeah, I guess that came out of nowhere and I could very easily choose to edit this, cut that part out, but I'm not going to because I want you to see how powerful and how important it is to embrace that part of you. Let me give you some other examples of, whew, okay, let me give you some other examples of how embracing the unknown supports you, okay, and why the fear of the unknown is just that it's a fear it's not something that's going to hurt you if you think <clears throat> let's look at victim mentality and I have had victim mentality and even still sometimes comes up in some ways and it's super interesting it can be a whole lot easier to sit back and say you know why do bad things always happen to me when does it get easier I can't take it anymore Like, oh, like I thought I was there, but why does it just keep happening? Everything's harder for me. You get the drift that I'm a victim, life's harder. And I don't say that to put anyone down. It's just the reality. As I said, I thought I had moved past my victim mentality only to see it surface in a very different way a few months ago. Um, And I'm sure I mentioned that in one of the podcasts. But if you embrace the unknown in this situation – In this victim mentality piece it's looking at why you have these thoughts what's led you to have this victim mentality and what has to shift in order to move away from it maybe it is because you know something has happened to you and when you've shared that with someone you've gotten validation and that connection that you've been looking for so you stay in this story or maybe it's just because you aren't prepared to take responsibility for your actions Maybe because it's one of your cycles, because what does it actually look like when I just accept that how I live my life is ultimately up to me, right? And this takes courage. Change takes courage. But if you don't take the time to look at why you have these thoughts, you're never going to change. Another example, perfectionism. You desperately want and need time for yourself, but... You've never done it before, right? It's like, oh my God, I just need to spend some time. But you've never done that before. So what does it even look like? And you obviously, because you're a perfectionist and a people pleaser, you obviously can't spend any time on yourself until everything else is done and everybody else is looked after. So there's just no time. There's just no time because heaven forbid, heaven forbid I take some time for myself, But The unknown here is what does me-time actually look like? What does taking time for yourself look like? Do you have stigmas or preconceived ideas about people that have me-time? You know, that they're lazy, that they've got a better life, that they've got it easier. But also, how do you do it? How do you have me-time? When do you do it? All of this plays a part in embracing the unknown. And imagine if you embrace that unknown and in doing so discovered the perfect practice for you, the perfect way to fill up your cup, the perfect way to make your soul sing. Is that not worth embracing the unknown? I, if it's not, if experimenting and playing and in in dancing in the unknown in order to find some time for yourself is not worth it, then I don't know what is. One more. Why not? Why not one more? What about, let me think about this. What about when you always look at and expect the worst? You're a worst case scenario type of person. You focus on what could go wrong and you just sit and wait for things not to work out the way that you want. You wait for that time and you go, see, I told you. I told you it doesn't work. Or you enter a new relationship and because your relationships haven't worked out in the past, you're just sitting there going, well, this one isn't going to work out either. So you're constantly trying to find fault. The unknown to this is actually seeing the good things that are happening to you and happening for you every single day. The compliments, the smiles, the things you're proud of, The fact that this situation is not the same as your past. The unknown is what happens when I stop focusing on and expecting the worst. You are so used to things not going to plan that the concept of everything you want actually happening is probably a little bit petrifying. But again, is it not entirely worth it? If I got to finish my day with a smile on my face, thinking about... Someone wishing me a good day, thinking about someone smiling at me, thinking about the laugh I had with a friend, thinking about that compliment I got, thinking about that thing, that project that I did, that I'm really proud of my work, as opposed to getting home, feeling miserable, and just venting all of the bad things that happened. I can tell you right now, I'd much prefer the first option. So is embracing the unknown not worth it? If you are listening to this thinking, well, that's great, but you don't get it, that's bullshit, right? I, You've heard me in this episode cry about how petrified I was of the unknown. And I can't tell you how many years of my life I spent avoiding and hiding from the unknown. I would not even dare to look at the limits of my comfort zone. Right? I wouldn't even dip a toe in the water of outside my circle of comfort. Where I was, I was comfortable. I was disconnected, unhappy, unfulfilled, and had some extremely self-destructive behavior. But I was comfortable because I knew what was going to happen. I knew my cycles. I knew my patterns. I knew what was going to be. I knew how I could get out of it. But that didn't make me happy. The Jackie you see now, the one who loves supporting you, that isn't afraid to take radical responsibility for her actions, that will own up to my errors, that does shadow work constantly, who is spiritual and fierce, who loves like martial arts but also meditating, who wants to leave the world a better place, she embraces the unknown. I get excited by the prospect of something being different, of doing things differently, of being stretched and pulled and challenged because that's where we grow. But also that is where we get to create the life that we want. And maybe that's a very broad, you know, um, saying. But you get to do it your way. But the only way you can figure out which, what that is Is by embracing the unknown. Are you ready to grow? Are you ready? Are you ready to step into the unknown? Are you ready to expand your mind and realize that there is so much more for you than what you're currently going through? Are you ready to be challenged? To answer that inner voice that is desperately for you to finally put yourself first? That inner warrior that wants to improve your confidence and worth, who knows that you are worthy, but just kind of wants to grab you by the shoulders and shake you until you can see that. Like your inner warrior wants you to focus on yourself and pay yourself the attention that you deserve because you are deserving. You are as deserving, if not more deserving of the attention of your own attention than you give others. I'm not sure if that made any sense. You are as deserving of your attention than anybody else. You give attention so freely and love and respect so freely to other people. Why can't you give it to yourself? And if you want to give yourself this attention, if you want to embrace your inner warrior, if you want to embrace the unknown, even though it scares the shit out of you, (laughs) come and join me for Ignite Your Inner Warrior. This is my six-month immersion where we are going deep into the unknown So you can create the life you've been dreaming of, but have been too scared to action. Are you going to have moments of discomfort? Yep. Am I going to ask you questions that you've never thought of before? Or maybe you've thought of, but have been too scared to ask? Yep. Will there be moments of the unknown? Hell yes. (laughs) Is this going to allow you to understand and know yourself better and more deeply than ever before? 1,000% yes. This is the space and the place for you if you are ready to embark on the deepest, most eye-opening and electrifying six months of your life. I don't want you to do this alone. You've got me, if you want me, and the other incredible women who will be joining us. And really, what I most want for you is for you to be able to reignite your inner spark, to connect with who you really are. To understand and learn what it is that you really want. And show up fearlessly. No matter what the world throws at you. You are a warrior. You have an inner warrior. Who is so ready for you to stand tall and proud. So let's channel that inner fierceness and, inc- and create the change that you've been craving for. If you're ready... If you want to do this, if you want to ignite your inner warrior, come and join me for a six month group coaching immersion that will relight your internal fire and zest for life, accelerate your personal growth like no end, and call in that true, unshakable confidence. To do this, you need to embrace the unknown. You need to lean into the fear that you have of the unknown and say yes to yourself. Maybe for the first time in your life, say yes. If you're ready to say yes, the link to join Ignite Your Inner Warrior in, and all of the info is in the show notes below. Or you can head to JackieRogash.com forward slash Ignite Your Inner Warrior. I'll leave you with this. What if your fear of unknown has kept you safe to this point? But what if your fear of fear of the unknown and actually embracing the unknown can open your eyes to a whole new way of living, to release the heaviness that you've been carrying, the burdens, the pressure, and allowed you to feel liberated and free, to feel confident and proud. To end and start the day with a smile on your face. I want that for you. I really, really want that for you and I believe so deeply that we can make that happen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your True Self. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Jackie.Rogash or through my Facebook group, Inner Transformations with Jackie Rogash. If you love this episode and don't want to miss another one, I'd be so grateful if you could hit subscribe and also leave a five-star review so more people have the opportunity to hear this podcast because you just never know who needs to hear what we'll be sharing. Take care and stay true to you.